We are overcomers. In fact, the Bible says we're more than overcomers. Now, Jesus taught us that whatever we put into our eyes and into our ears is going to come out of our mouth. When God says something, it would behoove us to listen to him. He's not taking something away or restricting us. He's actually giving us parameters to live by. Holiness. We get the word holy from the Hebrew word kadosh. Kadosh simply means separate or set apart. And God told us to worship him and for good reason. As we worship him, his presence displaces the enemy. The Lord Jesus Christ will return to the earth. But before he does, he will rapture his church. Good day, everybody. My name is Dennis Curtis, and this is the Clean Soul Podcast. This is my maiden video, but you can listen to all my podcasts at thecleansoul.org or on Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I have quite a few out there. But I want to start doing these video podcasts so you can see my face and the expressions that I have. Uh, I want to show you that uh, there is a great passion in my heart to teach the Word of God to people who are willing to listen. So here we go. Today's title is Faith and God's Voice. I want to answer three questions here. Number one, why is faith important? Number two, what is faith? And number three, where does faith come from? Wonderful questions. Why is faith important? The Bible tells us in Hebrews eleven six, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is the rewarder of those who earnestly seek him. So right up front, we have faith. And it's impossible to please God without faith. And as we look through the Bible, we find that so many people had faith in what God told them to do. And that's really what I want to bring about. We're dealing with a supernatural God, a spiritual God. And though we are spiritual beings, we live in this body and we have a soul. God communicates, I believe, primarily through our spirit, or he desires to. I believe he'll also uh, speak to us through other people like prophets or maybe a dream, visions. We even find in the Old Testament that he speaks through a donkey to somebody who is going astray. So God can speak however he wants, but he is a supernatural being and he desires to speak to us in the spiritual sense. Uh, right in that verse, it says that we have to believe that he exists. Now, there are people who say they don't believe that God exists. But I've sat down with a few atheists before because I wanted to understand what they were thinking. But after a little bit of uh, conversation, nothing that was, uh, you know, there's no fight going on. There's no friction. I just wanted to understand where they were coming from. I usually came down to the point every time I can remember, actually, that they would say, well, I know something's out there, some sort of power, some sort of creation, but I don't believe it's God. So everybody does believe that there is some sort of existence out there. Most people, I'm sure some people are very hard and say, I don't believe. Uh, but in reality, I believe in their spirit, they do. So we have to believe that God exists. So does God leave a witness for himself? 
Yes, Romans 1, 19 and 20. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without an excuse. See, we're all going to face a judgment at some time. And God is saying, by the very creation of everything that he's done, we have no excuse. We know that he is there. Some people are hardened heart and they reject that. But in their heart of hearts, in their spirit being, God has made it very clear to them that he does exist. When you think about Let's go all the way to the atomic world or maybe uh, the uh, molecular world. And then we look at biology and all these small organisms and even the things that go on inside of our body. We look at the animal kingdom. We look at all the plants that we have. And then we look out into the universe to a place that we really believe is eternal right now. We can't see the end of it. And we don't understand it. God is showing us from the very smallest to the very biggest that he has created this uh, world that we live in. And of course, he's created us in his image because he desires fellowship with us. So bottom line, everybody knows and everybody will be judged by the creation. There is a God. Faith was always kind of a mystery to me because when somebody said, you know, do you have faith? And I saw people modeling what they thought was faith. And I would just repeat that verse 11.1, Hebrews 11.1. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we cannot see. But what do I hope for? And what am I certain about? So these things kind of uh, left me with a misunderstanding of what faith is. Many times uh, I would just repeat that verse. That's what faith is. But deep down inside, I'm saying, I need more than that. I need to understand a little bit more. The word faith in Hebrews 11.1 1 is pistis, pistis. And it means conviction based on hearing. There it is. That's so important right now. Conviction based on hearing. That's what faith is. So let's look at some of these uh, examples in the Bible. And there's so many examples. As I started going through this, I found so many examples. It became overwhelming of God speaking and people obeying. Let's look at Noah first. Hebrews eleven seven. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. So Noah was warned. At that time, they believed that there was a canopy of clouds over the whole earth and that it had never rained. But Noah was warned by God that it was going to rain. So Noah went out and started building an ark. And it took him a hundred years or so to build that ark. And he was telling everybody, he was a preacher of righteousness. He was saying, there's going to be a flood. It's going to rain. And they thought Noah was a nut. But he wasn't. He was warned by God. He was walking by faith. Even though you couldn't see it, he was walking by faith. Abraham, the father of faith, Hebrews 11.8, he has many times in his life that he walked by faith. Let's just talk about one. By faith, Abraham, 
When called to go to a place, he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. So Abraham was called by God to do something that was very odd, out of the normal, um, impossible maybe even to, to the natural mind. But he heard God's voice and he obeyed and he went, even though he didn't know where he was going. Listen to Isaiah 55, 11. God's speaking here through the prophet Isaiah. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. God's word is so powerful and he is so sure of it that whatever he says, it's going to come to pass. That is the God we are serving. So when he speaks, it is our privilege to obey and walk by faith. Abraham, the man of faith, also his wife, Sarah. By faith, even Sarah, when past childbearing age, and remember, she was also without any children throughout her whole life, was enabled to bear a child because she considered him faithful who made the promise. Now, Sarah was in the tent. Abraham was outside the tent when God promised him that he would have a son next year. Sarah laughed. But we find now that Sarah, even though she laughed, she believed that God's word was that she was going to have a child and she was able to conceive that child through faith. Jesus, of course, is our example in everything and, of course, in faith. Listen to what he says in John 12, 49. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. Jesus didn't even speak unless he knew the Father was saying it. So he heard it in his spirit and he spoke it out of his mouth. John 5, 19, Jesus is also speaking here. Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees the Father doing, because whatever the Father does, the Son does also. The word sees here is a Greek word translated, and it means spiritual perception. So let me say it this way. Jesus speaking again. Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he spiritually perceives the Father is doing. Jesus walked by faith in all that he did. He raised the dead. He gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf. He healed all manner of disease and sickness. And he did this because the Spirit of God was showing him what the Father wanted to do. And Jesus did that. So John the Baptist, he told a couple of his disciples, look, there is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And these disciples believed that John's word were actually God's words, and they followed Jesus for the rest of their life. And of course, they believed Jesus as time went on, but they had faith in what John the Baptist was telling them was the truth, the word of God. 
Cornelius. Let's look at Acts chapter 10. This is a Gentile, not a Jew. Uh, all that we've been talking about here are Jewish, uh, but also Gentiles, people who uh, Jesus brought the word of God to beyond the Jews. Cornelius was a centurion soldier, a Roman soldier. He was not a Jew, but he was a believer in God and he was faithful to God. An angel came to him and told him to send for somebody, Peter, in another town. And Cornelius believed the angel's word were the word of God. And he sent people to bring Peter back. The next day, as uh, these people were coming up to Peter's house or to where he was staying, Peter had a vision and God told him not to reject the Gentiles, something that was uh, brand new to Peter. But Peter believed the vision was the word of God and he went with the Gentiles. He went to Cornelius's place and when he spoke the word of God, all of them believed that he was speaking God's word and they were born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. Faith, hearing God's voice, doing what he tells us to do. This is an amazing thing that God has given us a gift. This faith is a gift. Let me do one more. Uh, it's very important because in Acts chapter 13, Paul and Barnabas are sent out to change the world through the message of Jesus Christ. Let me read it. Acts 13. In the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, called Nigar, uh, Lucius of Cyrene, and Manana, uh, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the word to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. These men believed that this prophecy, however it came, however the Holy Spirit came, I believe he spoke through one of the prophets there. They believed that was the word of God. So much so they sent Paul and Barnabas out on the greatest missionary journey of all times. And they brought the word of Christ to the Gentiles, to the, to the known world at that time. The gospel went out because they were obedient. They walked in faith. So where does faith come from? Great question, right? Faith, we can acquire faith. Listen, and you kind of already know it right now, but Romans 10, 17, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ. Now, we have a little translation problem here because the word of Christ here is the rhema of Christ. The Greek word is rhema. And we have logos, which is the written word, and then we have rhema, which is the written, uh, the spoken word. So let me read it again. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the rhema of Christ, the spoken word of Christ. So God is speaking just like here to Paul uh, and uh, Barnabas, Saul and Barnabas. God is speaking through his spirit, prophets, dreams, visions, through other people, pastors, teachers. God is speaking and he wants us to hear what he is saying and be obedient so that we are pleasing to him, walking by faith. 
Let's talk about some people that didn't have the faith uh, that God wanted. But let me say very clearly, when I started as a Christian some 40 years ago, I didn't have much faith. I did have a little bit. God spoke to me and I gave my life to Christ. But I didn't really understand what faith was. But once in a while, I would hear God's voice and I would stumble along. God is willing to take us from infancy in our faith to strong, powerful faith. And it's going to take time. And so even though Zachariah and Thomas, who I'm going to talk about here, didn't have really good faith at the time, their faith grew. And over time, we have a whole lifetime to walk in this faith. We have the privilege of walking in faith, hearing God's voice and being obedient to it. Zachariah, uh, John the Baptist's father, he, an angel came to him and told him these amazing things. Zachariah and his wife Elizabeth were uh, older in age. They were beyond childbearing, and they had not had a child. Angel Gabriel came to Zechariah in the tent of meeting, in the, in the um, temple of the Jews at that time, and he was offering incense. And the angel Gabriel came to him, wow, can you imagine, and said to him, you're going to have a child and this child's going to be great, and he can't drink wine, and he's going to bring uh, the Word of God and be the forerunner of the Christ. And Zechariah told the angel, what fact will you prove to me that this is going to happen? And of course, Gabriel kind of uh, rebuked him and said, because you didn't believe, you're going to be silent for the next nine months. And then we have Thomas Thomas was a follower of Christ. He saw Christ crucified, and his brothers and sisters were telling him that Jesus had risen from the dead. Thomas said, I won't believe it until I put my finger into his hand or I put my hand into his side. Thomas wanted facts, earthly, physical facts before he would believe. And of course, Jesus, in his grace and his love, came to Thomas and said, Put your hand, put your finger in my hand, put your hand in my side and believe. John 20, 29, because you have seen me, you now believe. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So a little bit of a rebuke there to Thomas. But Jesus brought him along, took him from infancy into a place of faith. The opposite of faith is fear. Very interesting, uh, as I was looking at this, let me read two verses or just portions of them. Matthew 6, 25, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. Uh, Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything. Worry and anxious are the exact same Greek word, and it means to be distracted, drawn into opposite directions. Faith is taking us in the direction of God, in obedience to the Lord. As we're going in that direction, if we fear, it takes us in the opposite direction. Fear is the antithesis of faith. Fear is takes us in the wrong direction. Now, there's a lot of fear in the world. I remember when COVID hit, that's the first thing that I thought. This is an attack of fear. Fear. 
It's going to take us to a place where we're not trusting God, and it distracted us from God. And of course, the enemy wanted to shut down the church and shut down worship, and that was just a tough time. But faith will bring us through. We have to hear the Word of God and be obedient to God. So I've covered all three right there. Why is faith important? It's impossible to please God without it. What is faith? Faith is simply hearing the word of God and being obedient. And where do we get faith from? By hearing the message of Christ, the spoken word. And that's a spiritually spoken word. It can be spoken from a pulpit. It can be spoken from a friend, your spouse. It can even be spoken from a child. We just have to have our spiritual ears on, know the word of God, and learn God's voice in our quiet times. When you read the Bible, give God time to speak. When you're praying, give God time to speak so you can learn his voice and be obedient and walk in faith. I will be putting this also on my podcast um, channel. You can listen to my podcast at thecleansoul.org. Um, or you can listen on Spotify, Apple, Google, or other places, wherever you get your podcasts. So look me up and listen, and I hope that this has been a blessing to you.